Hey world, this is Ross Livermore here with my podcast episode two uh, from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'm sitting here, as always, my co-host Tina the dog is lying right next to me and <clears throat> Tina is in a very, uh, de- she's, a, she's depressed right now and the reason being is because she has this green, <laughs> this cone on her head right now. Because she is a old English bulldog and they're prone to eye issues. So what happened was she a couple of years ago had some. I don't know why I'm getting into dog anatomy, but she uh, she had a couple. She had a double eye surgery, so both of her eyes were fixed because she had a, there was a flap inside her eye that was causing irritation or something. Anyway, so one of the eyes, her right eye, got irritated again. And we got some antibiotics, so hopefully that will um, fix her issues. But until then, she unfortunately has to wear a cone on her head. And she has two cones. She has one. It is a more outdoorsy type of canvas flexible cone. And then she has one that is <laughs> looks more like a satellite. It is huge. They definitely underestimated the size of an actual dog's arm because I don't think any dog could reach around this cone and scratch their face. So I don't know. I'll put a picture of it on my Instagram or Twitter so you can, (laughs) you can take a look at this poor dog. Um, anyway, so I have a couple dates, a couple new summertime dates that I'm going to mention. Um, June 29th, I'll be full band at the local here in Nashville, Tennessee. The local, which used to be called The Country. It's on the West End. It's my favorite venue to play here in Nashville. And Lee, the booking person there, has been super supportive of me really since I moved to town. Um, So I always love playing there. The staff's great. Um, So that night's going to be awesome. That's Friday, June 29th. We'll be back at Adatash up in... Uh, the North Conway, White Mountains area up in Bartlett, New Hampshire. That's going to be Saturday, July 14th. And that's an afternoon show. We'll be playing 3 to 6. And then I'll be back up with... Uh, that show is going to be with Paul and Phil the Cheese as well. Classic RLB trio performance. And then uh, I'll be back up in New Hampshire Saturday, August 4th um, at Mount Sunapee. So... Go to rosslivermore.com and you can get the rest of the dates, see where I'll be performing, and maybe it's in a city near you. All right. Uh, let me find my notes here. Also, there's a couple new things. Um, every episode now is going to be officially sponsored by Dude Stoked, the lifestyle brand. Um, you can shop. We have shirts. We have t- uh, shirts and t-shirts. We have shirts, uh, Dude Stoked hats, patches. And you can find all of that merchandise at rosslivermore.com at our store. Or you can follow the Instagram account, Your Dude Stoked. That's Y-O-U-R-E, uh, Dude Stoked. And you can get some sweet deals. I think officially what we're going to do <clears throat> is offer some sort of code to the Ross Livermore store for the Hey World podcast listeners. 
And um, yeah, so I'm talking about music, books, blah, 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 anything that's interesting me right now, exercising, summer's coming up, so there's going to be a lot of cool outdoorsy stuff to talk about. So if you're interested, you can email me at heyworldpodcast at gmail.com and I'm willing to take any type of suggestions on the podcast or anything I should be talking about or music, books, outdoorsy stuff, anything uh, that you think I would be interested, hit me up at heyworldpodcast at gmail.com or I think at this point, most of the listeners are my friends anyway, so you can just text me or email me at my normal email address uh, for any of that stuff. So yeah, let's get into it. Um, Hey World Podcast Episode 2. Let's do it. All right, we're live. Well, we're, we're actually not live at all. I'm recording this at my house, and it's Friday, and this will air on Tuesday. I think that's what's going to happen with this podcast. I think it's going to be an every Tuesday thing. That's what it's... Yeah, it's written. That's what it's going to be. Every Tuesday, Hey World Podcast is going to be released. I don't know what time. Not that anyone's beating down the doors for this yet, but they will be. But um, yeah, I don't know exactly how it works when you upload. So I know what I'm doing is uploading it to SoundCloud, and then SoundCloud is connected to iTunes, so I think it takes some time. So we'll just say Tuesday will be the day that Hey World podcast by Ross will be available. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a weekly thing. And then I've thought I might have some guests every now and again. So I'm going to offer a, well, not offer. I'm just going to put out weekly solo podcasts and, um, then randomly throughout the week, I'll offer a second bonus podcast of me talking to like some friends and songwriters and, and other people. Uh, that I find interesting and feel like I need to share uh, their interestingness with the world. Um, cool. So that's it. Tuesdays will be the podcast. And uh, that's the end of that. Um, one thing I want to do with this podcast, too, is 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 give shout outs to some friends of mine that I feel are doing really good things in the world, whether it be music or art or any anything really. And the first person I want to give a, a big shout out to is a good friend of mine named Dan Urka. Now, Dan and the Urka family have been friends of my family since I was born. Um, Robin, they're the mother, their mom. Um, and my mom were friends in high school. And um, when they had kids, we became friends naturally. So Dan is my brother's age. And Matt is the youngest who was in my grade. And then Karen, they had an older sister, Karen, um, who is the oldest of the group. But anyway, Dan is a good friend of mine. The whole family's great friends. And Dan has been really... Um, pushing hard for marathon training and this dude is just relentless with it 
So he has an Instagram page, which I suggest everyone follow. Um, it's at 26 Dan two. And that's the numbers 26 Dan and the number two. Um, and it's just a super inspirational Instagram page. And I've been getting into running and exercising a little more now. And anytime I feel like I don't want to train, not train, I'm not training for anything, but anyway, anytime I don't want to, uh, to run or go to the gym or anything, I just sure as shit look at Instagram and Dan is up at four in the morning in the middle of winter in New Hampshire, having three kids and a family and a real job. He's up at four in the morning, just being like, man, I just ran eight miles or man, I just ran 10 miles at four in the morning in New Hampshire in January. And I'm just like, man, I have to exercise today because if I don't, I'm a pussy. So, um, I suggest anyone who's feeling like they need to get out and do some sort of physical activity, follow the Instagram page at 26 Dan two. And if you don't get out and exercise, you're gonna, you're gonna feel bad. So, um, I know that's not his purpose, but it's an inspirational page and Dan is doing amazing work. He just ran a marathon in Newport, Rhode Island, and his average mile time was like seven minutes and 15 seconds, which unfortunately isn't qualifying for the Boston Marathon, which is the ultimate goal, but he's, he's going to get there. And, um, you're doing great work, Dan, and keep it up. I'm watching and hopefully more people are watching. Um, couple thank yous that I didn't get to say last week. Uh, Mike Spillane. Mike Spillane did all of the artwork for my last album, This Is Not Forever. He's an amazing graphic designer. He did the artwork for this podcast. And uh, I just wanted to say a thank you to him. Uh, big thank you to Charlie Ropp, who did all of my most recent photos. And the photo of me grinning on the cover for this podcast is a photo that Charlie took. So thank you to Charlie. Um, yeah. Great Gatsby. I'm halfway through. It's going well. I'm loving it. Um, I don't know what the hell that librarian was talking about, but this story is not overrated. He was just being a dick. Um, yeah, Jordan Baker, the gossip queen of the great Gatsby, the great Gatsby of the great Gatsby story, man. And she is like kind of a bitch. You know, she's a great character. She kind of gets the, the, the ball rolling on the whole story, but your classic socialite just trying to get in everyone else's business and and just feel like she's important but um yeah miss baker she's she could be an underrated character in the story but yeah things are good with that uh i hopefully by the next podcast we'll have the the book done but i'm loving it kind of hammering out a chapter a day and the next book on my docket is the American Classic, which is following the theme of books I should have read in high school, of Mice and Men. So I am looking for suggestions after that. My criteria is fiction under 200 pages right now. So if you're listening, email me at heyworldpodcast at gmail.com and uh, shoot, me a, shoot me the next book to put on deck. And the only criteria is for now fiction under 200 pages. So, um, yeah, that's great. Let's get into a song. And the song that I am thinking for this week 
is a song that is on regular rotation in my house and in my car, thanks to the Griff and myself and my roommate Dan. It is The Middle by Zed. So pull me close, why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over? I can't just let you go. Oh, baby. So I, I really love this song. Um, it just gets you so pumped up. And like this this genre is is very weird because I think a lot of times with I I don't know what I don't even know what this genre would be called. It's like the EDM pop world. I think a lot of times there's so much at the producer's disposal when it comes to uh like tracking and and making beats and tracks that the songwriting gets sacrificed because you can make anything sound so amazing. So if you really boil it down to the actual song with a vocalist and an acoustic guitar or piano, most of the songs just kind of suck and there's no lyrical content and there's no melody. It's just like something repeated. And then, you know, there's some synth line as a post-chorus you know, when, when the beat drops and everyone on Molly in the club is just freaking out. Uh, so I, th- I, I don't know. I guess that's a big generalization, but I think a lot of times in that, in, in that EDM world, that's just kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's the point. That's the purpose of the music. Um, you're not looking to have a, a an introspective moment, but I think with this song, it, it, it stands alone in its, in its own way because, um, it's a good song at the core, I think. The melodies are solid. Maren Morris, I, I love her voice. Her voice is great. And it towards the end of the song, you can kind of hear it it break up in, in, a, in a nice way that is, I don't know, it, it shows that there was a good performance vocally and that she was pushing it a little bit and they weren't uh, trying to get the perfect vocal take and there was a lot of emotion in her vocals, which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, if you just learned the chords of the song and played it, it would be good. It would be solid. Um, plus you have a great arrangement quote, shout out to John Hartnett, who, uh, the, the, the classic, uh, yeah, I, I love the arrangement of the song, but yeah, it's a good arrangement. Um, the sounds are cool. You have that classic, uh, EDM high pitched, like weird, thing in the chorus which i can point out but let's uh let's play a little bit of it and talk through it the classic clock sound stolen from pink floyd that nice pre-chorus and then just the vocoder under the vocals are solid I think kind of brings out that melody try to pull up the lyrics I love when that chorus comes in because it almost reminds me of just like a karate kick like I don't know that might just be me but I think it's kind of neat. 
love that part too. I'm kind of just geeking out over this song right now. I love the second verse too because you're getting that like beat kind of under the melody where I don't know, give the sense of direction in the song. It's kind of neat. I can't not listen to that part and just think of like Bruce Lee doing a foo bah drop kick. Take it to the bridge. Man. I just, her voice is so great. She's on point. And you listen to live recordings of her too, and she's just nailing it. She's a, a, a champion of country music, making the crossover move. That, this broken down chorus right here, where she like whispers that. Where, where is it? Right here. Right here. Just me. It's like this the boys to men whisper. <laughs> Riffing a little bit. And right here, when she comes in with her vocals, just like broken. Just crushing it. Yeah, I mean, lyrically, it's not, like, blowing my mind or anything, but just the overall vibe of this song just gets me so pumped up. You know, and you're going to have... It's funny, because, like... Let me turn this down. People are probably hate on this song, and I'm sure there was, like, a million writers. But... I don't, I don't know if Mara Morris was one of the writers. I'd have to look that up. But I don't know. People will hate on this, especially dudes. And it's just like, yo, if you were at a wedding and this song came on and there was a girl you were checking out and she's on the, on the dance floor <laughs> listening to the song and just like singing all the words and dancing, you're, you're sure as shit going to love the song in that moment. So haters going to hate. But yeah, the middle, the middle by Zed and Marin Morris. Um, I'm going to throw this, so I have a, I have a playlist on Spotify now, so I'm going to, every song that I talk about, I'm going to throw it on the Hey World playlist on Spotify, so check it out, this one, obviously, will be on there, it's not hard to find at all, but I love this song, and if you don't, well, you know, you can't, you can't love everything, I guess, but yeah, um, let's get into a, uh, let's get into a show that I just saw, what do you say? And we're going to talk about Darling Side at the Basement East. Yeah, Darling Side at the Basement East. It was um, Monday night. And those guys are the best in the business at the um, 
one mic, one condenser mic in the center of the stage and all the guys surround it and sing into the into the microphone. That's pretty much that's what they do their whole show. A lot of times you'll see a band um break out the condenser mic and do it for a song, but all of Darling Side's show now is pretty much acoustic instruments around the mic. Um Don, their guitarist, will play out of an electric amp like a smaller amp um but for the most part they're just one mic singing uh all at once for the whole show and a a couple of people actually after the show (laughs) um mentioned they're like man you know one thing that was kind of annoying about the show was that you couldn't tell who the lead singer was and I don't think that that's really annoying. I think that's the sign of an amazing vocal group. And when I was in high school, um, I always remember our chorus director talking about that when it, you know, he was he was talking about barbershop quartets, which I actually sang in and went to a barbershop quartet camp in high school. Nerd alert! But um, yeah, one of the things he mentioned was that a sign of an amazing barbershop quartet or just vocal group is you can't tell who's singing what part and darling side you can't tell unless you know the band and you know the specific voices it's just it just sounds like perfect harmony which is great and um so they just released a new record called extra life and they're on their record release tour and this was a stop on that tour and uh i was thankful for the guys for throwing me on the guest list because I've known them for a long time and they've always been good friends. So they threw me on with a plus one for the Griff and we went to the show and um, we got there right as the opener was finishing up. So we didn't really get to see any of his set. Um, And then, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. A lot of friends of mine went to the show. So it was, it was nice to bump into some, some mutual fans of the band and some new, new uh some new faces and new listeners to them so i obviously was talking them up because they're probably one of my favorite bands there was also a good friend of mine from high school um visiting town and uh yeah he came down because he was on vacation so um anyway yeah so we we got to meet up and chat which was nice because you know it's always nice to see people you haven't seen in a while So I'm just going to say most things I think in life are better experienced with a sober mind, 100%. But with that said, I still love going to shows and smoking a little weed. I just, I just love it. It puts you in a really nice mindset. Um, (laughs) The last time I saw Tom Petty, God rest, RIP, um, Joe Walsh opened and I was in the perfect mindset. So I was dropping a couple tears during take it to the limit. But yeah, so we hit the vape pen during uh, before the show, and I was just I was just loving everything Darling Side was doing. Um, every now and again, my mind would wander. It wandered once towards the vet who encouraged us to put the cone on Tina's head, and I was thinking like, man, they're just trying to they're just trying to make us buy all these antibiotics, and then they're gonna do the surgery on her eye just so they can make a little bit more money. But I think I'm buying too much into the the conspiracies lately but i'm I'm trying to get out of that anyway <laughs> i am not a flat earther i am really not a conspiracy guy that was just something that my brain thought of in the moment and then the next day i'm like 
Maybe the doctor is just trying to save you money and avoid surgery, which is the logical way to think of it. But anyway, that was one place that my mind went. So they're playing um, one of their songs, Go Back, just for a acoustic vocal group is an epic song. That is the one of the only acoustic songs that gets me really psyched up. Um, and they have a song, my favorite moment in their set was the last song before they got off stage and, and came back for an encore. They played a song called God of Loss. And this song is a deeper cut on their last album, Bird Say. And, you know, it, listening to that album that isn't on my the top of my list for songs. Um, and it's still, it's an amazing song. I love the song, but there's other songs on that that I would put on top. And I, I just remember watching this and there were so many lyrics. It's basically about two people in my in my head i think of it as as two people who are just like leaving home and building a life together and you know i was kind of high watching this this them sing this song and it just reminded me of me moving to nashville and then emma moving down here and it was super emotional it was an emotional moment for me cuz i'm like we're down here and we're trying to make a life and emma's doing amazing work at the school and she was just Side note, was nominated for Teacher of the Year at her high school. So the Griff is killing it. And I'm here trying to create a life in music. And in that moment, I think that's the most beautiful part about music is like they write the song about a specific thing and then you hear it and see it performed live. And it just takes you to a place that is so... I, I, it's 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 almost like undescribable. Um, so they played the song, and I was I got like super emotional during the song. I'm like, this is like me and you, Emma, and she's obviously just like, are you crying? And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not crying. Even though I was kind of like, I didn't drop a tear, but I was like on the verge, you know. And uh, <laughs> so she just is she's brutal when it comes to that stuff. She's like, yeah, what are you what are you talking about? And I'm like, I just. This song is so great, and it's just like our life. You know, you came down to Nashville, and we're making a life here. And uh, yeah, that was that was my favorite moment. That was my favorite moment, and I was so glad I got to talk to those guys after the show. And and they were just they're they're doing great work. So if you uh, if you haven't listened to Darling Side, I suggest you do. Their new album's amazing. And another point I want to make about this band is I don't know any band that cares as much about their packaging of their their artwork and their vinyl and their CDs as much as these guys. Their vinyl, if you get a chance, I would highly recommend purchasing Extra Life on vinyl. It's just classic. It's so good. Um, it's like the silver cover, like metallic looking with this yellow stripe, and you take off the plastic, which has all the writing, and you open it and there's this cool like half circle design with a deeper meaning on each circle that says like each half what does it say here let me let me pull it out an equal and opposite shape and i'm sure there's some sort of deeper meaning there but it looks great and their their photos everything everything to do with all of their artwork their whippoorwill ep was great um 
So you should just buy it just to study the packaging. And if you're an artist, what to do and how to package yourself. It's also a cool silver vinyl, metallic looking, A and B side, Extra Life. I love this album. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, I try to try to support the band. You get on the guest list for their album release party. It's good, good practice to uh, maybe buy something at the merch table to support because you are getting into the show free. I always try to make that a practice. Do I do it all the time? Probably not. No, in fact, but it's a practice that I'm trying to get into more. Um, if you get on the guest list, maybe, maybe buy a piece of merch. Um, I'm not just saying that for my music. I'm saying that if you're a listener too. So darling side, Marin Morris, at 26 Dan 2 this has been episode 2 of Hey World podcast with Ross Livermore um don't forget check out rosslivermore.com for all upcoming dates um subscribe subscribe to the podcast and share it rate it if you like it um shout out to dude stoked and uh, thank you to Mike Splain, Charlie Rop, and everyone that supported my music up until this point. Once again, too, uh, check out the Hey World playlist on Spotify if you want to hear any of the songs that I'm talking about or other songs that I'm interested in lately. And thanks again for tuning in to Hey World with Ross Livermore. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.